Hey, I'm Stacy. And I'm Casey. And this is the Self Care Project Podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness and how it works into our lives as busy professionals, moms, and entrepreneurs. Come sit with us as we spill the tea on how we still manage to take time for ourselves and make self care a priority. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And of course, share with your friends. Hope you enjoy. All right. Hey, you guys, I am Stacy, and I'm here with my co-host Casey, and we are talking about ADHD. It is ADHD Awareness Month. We are in October, and if you are ADHD and you are type A, you are going to want to listen. Are you a list maker, obsessive organizer, cleaner, obsessing over reminders and alarms? Don't worry, sister. You are in good company. Did you hear that? That was totally my alarm. <laughs> All right. So seriously, you are in good company with ADHD often comes anxiety, OCD, depression. You guys know I am not a therapist. I'm not trying to take the place of one, but we really do want to talk about how important self-care is. Absolutely. Self-care is a non-negotiable. I mean, that is the epitome of why we are here and why we do this podcast. Um, because we have found that it's been very important for us and we want to help you and guide you and how, and finding how um, important it needs to be for yourself and the different things that are gonna work for you. So we know self-care is different for everyone, but it is also essential for everyone. And when you talk about managing our stress, trying to manage and reset our mindset, um, as women and moms and ADHD, the mental fatigue is a constant struggle. So learning those um, effective self-care routines is really, really important. And then just giving yourself the time to allow yourself to reset without the guilt of the things that may not be getting done during those moments of resetting yourself. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. I'm like, can we show ourselves a little grace? Like we're right? juggling all these things. And I will never forget the time that I went in and sat and talked to my therapist. And he was like, Hey, I'm just going to be honest. It sounds like you're a little upset that you're not super mom. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, maybe a little, <laughs> but high expectations. Right, so we exactly. And it just comes along with the, with the type a territory. Right. And so we can't help this gift that we were given of being ADHD. And, and when we think about it as being a gift, we really can harness some of those things. But today we really want to talk about managing your stress and anxiety with self-care. So I have my, Casey and I came up with our top four. There are definitely lots of other ways of making sure that you're managing your, um, your ADHD symptoms with self-care, but these were the top four that Casey and I came up with. So the first one is meditation. So I really like to take five minutes every morning to meditate and set my intention for the day, have some positive affirmations there and be able to find a way to make sure that I'm managing how I'm speaking to myself throughout the day. Yeah. And for me, it's, you know, my approach is my morning time is like, I really spend that time, um, in prayer. And my, my very first thing that I do is practicing gratitude. It just sets the tone for my day to just wake up with that mindset of all of the things that I am grateful for and just how big my blessings are. Right. And I think that's something that we really kind of get in a rut with is thinking about the negative 
and not thinking about the things that we're actually doing well. And that's where that gratitude can really come in handy. Uh, the second thing that I have is nutrition. So it really, it just, I think one of the biggest things that I think about is that people actually like forget to eat, right? We get so caught up and we get into these brainstorms and we get into these, you know, brain on fire moments and we legit forget to eat. And when we forget to eat, it turns into not being able to manage ourselves properly. We're just not taking good care of ourselves and we're not recovering properly, but it's really important to have that, to make sure that we're getting enough protein, to make sure we're getting the carbohydrates to be able to support the activity that we have throughout the day and making sure that we have healthy fats so that we're supporting our brain and that we are feeling satiated throughout the day. I, I know I won't go off into this tangent now, but a lot of people with ADHD really struggle with binge eating because we do have this not eating and then starvation <laughs> where it's like, okay, I haven't eaten all day. So now I'm going to eat everything. And it, so I, I know Casey, you really could talk a lot about blood sugar and how we maintain that. Yeah. So the big thing too, um, again, as a woman, um, we go through really significant, um, hormonal moments in our lives. And so when we talk about nutrition and we're talking about ADHD, we, you know, it's that whole picture. It's that hormone balance because food is how our body helps can help us regulate. Um, our body is not going to regulate properly if we're not fueled properly. Um, and we did a whole session over on adrenal fatigue, um, and just how important that is, because when we are stressed and our bodies are in that fight mode um, all the time for really long extended periods of time, um, it really can start to mess with our overall function and our brain function. And so eating, keeping that blood sugar balanced, um, helping maintain healthy um, hormone balance and making sure our adrenals are proper, are functioning properly. All of those things are just really, really important um, when it comes to overall um, health and wellness. Yeah, and I think that this really has a huge impact on our mood that we don't think about the impulsivity and how we react to, I think Casey, you and I were talking about this the other day about how we're reacting to our children, how we're reacting to circumstances, how we're reacting to the lady at Starbucks that got our coffee order wrong right? Like, are you blowing up because, <laughs> because you haven't eaten all day? Are you hangry? Like that's a real thing, but just having, make sure that you're filling your own cup literally when it comes to food, it's just really important. Um, so moving along, we want to keep this super short and it is um, eight o'clock at night and I've already had my sleepy time cocktail. So I'm like, Casey, you got 20 minutes. <laughs> so it is only fitting that I talk about sleep next. So if you guys have been following me for any length of time, if you're not following me, please go follow Casey and myself, but you know that I am really big on sleep. I get up early. I am not a morning person, but that's what works best for my schedule. And so I am adamant. It is a non-negotiable that I have a solid sleep routine. And part of this is because if I am more tired, I am less focused, but also if I'm more tired, then I'm less likely to stick with my plan. I'm less likely to be consistent and disciplined. So I want to make sure that I'm getting plenty of sleep and so that I'm in a routine. We talked about this on a different podcast. So if you guys want to know more about a sleep routine, then 
feel free to go back through some of our other episodes and look that up. It's really something that Casey and I both are really passionate about, but really making sure that you're just getting adequate amounts of sleep for your body. And that really is different for every person. Yeah. And we've definitely talked about that because my sweet spot of sleep is definitely different than yours. And, um, I am not a napper at all. (laughs) Um, but when we talk about (laughs) sleep, it is really important. Like it is a, it is from a functional nutritionist or nutrition standpoint, like sleep is like a number one non-negotiable, like tier level one. It's like, if I have a client that comes and they don't want to address their sleep, like we don't really have much else to talk about because nothing else that we're going to try to do is going to be really that beneficial if your sleep sucks. Like that's just the reality of it is there's a whole process that our body goes through when our body is sleeping and recovering and our muscles are rebuilding. Um, but on top of that, like the brain actually goes through like a wash cycle when we're sleeping. And so again, I, you know, I'm, I'm very open about this. Alzheimer's runs in my family. So these are things that are really, really important to me on top of having ADHD. And so again, for that mental focus in that, in that, um, that discipline that we need and to be able to even stay consistent with the, with the processes that we know work for us, you got to sleep. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but if I'm tired and hungry, I am completely worthless. Like it's just nothing's (laughs) getting done. (laughs) So that leads me into the next thing. So exercise is really, really huge part of my daily life. I um, have gone from being a competitive endurance athlete to being a competitive weightlifter. And now I work in the fitness industry. And so it's really, really important for me to make sure that I am practicing what I preach and just, and really just because it makes me feel good to exercise. And I really appreciate the outcome of the time that I put in at the gym. And so, but what we know about ADHD is that we are lacking in dopamine and endorphins and things like that. And so exercise is something that gives that to us. So when we are doing, when we are running, when we are lifting weights, when we are doing high intensity exercise, when we are doing all these things where our body is producing these feel good hormones. And that's really important because our body is not producing those in the same way that other people who don't have ADHD do. And so it's really important that we're getting that dopamine fix and that endorphin fix so that we can feel good. <laughs> Somebody's getting their dopamine fix. <laughs> this is real life, you guys. Like, yeah. So it's bedtime at the Stevens house and it apparently is not. So, but I really do. I really do think that having some kind of exercise routine, just getting that 30 minutes of vivid a day is super important. All right. So exercise, man, I'm telling you as an ADHD mom of an ADHD kid, I am having to learn how important um, exercise is and how to fit that into my kid's schedule. So first thing this morning, Ryan's like, mom, can we go for a walk? And where I usually have the stress of like, we really need to get home. We really need to get our schoolwork done so we can enjoy our afternoon. I was like, no, yeah, let's go for a walk. Let's go for a walk and doing that exercise first and releasing out those good hormones. Like we had a great productive day. Um, of schoolwork. And it really helps set the tone for the whole day. But exercise is so important too, because when we talk about all of these other things, and we're talking about balance, you know, it's important that we also remember the, that our blood sugar is a huge component of how our body is going to function. 
Um, and again, this is going to also directly impact sleep. So I tell clients all the time, I'm like, if they have, they come to me and they have disruptive sleep, you know, that's one of the things that we talk about. I, we went through this with Ryan, like we were, I was, she was getting up at three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning. And she was going downstairs and she was eating. Luckily she was eating like an avocado or at one point she made herself a salad in the middle of the night. So at least she's not going down and grabbing like junk food. But again, you know, when I, when she's out, I'm waking up and I'm feeling hungry. That's telling me that her blood sugar is not staying balanced through, through the night. And it is just so incredibly important and exercise and everything else really that we've talked about is just has that impact. And with exercise, you know, we really are, I've been doing some research and looking at maybe getting her like a, a watch to track as well, because I feel like kids now need to really be able to visually see just how sedentary they have their lives really are a lot of the times. I mean, my kids swim pretty much every single day, but they need something that is not I feel like they're specific sport related. Like they need, they need that movement that helps them feel like they're doing something else and they're doing something more for fun and that it's not necessarily work for them. And so getting in those right. seven to 10,000 steps a day is super important. I feel like that is just one of those really easy places to start. You know, it's because you can, though you can add steps into your day really, really easily by a number, a number of really simple things. So exercise, super important, getting in those steps, helping, keeping your blood sugar balance that is going to have a really positive impact as you are learning to, to manage routine and symptoms. Exactly. And our routines now are just so much more sedentary than they were 10, 20 years ago. Like I never spent as much time on a computer as my children did when they were in school. And my kids are twice your kid's age. So, you know, just the difference in how much time we're spending sitting, how much time we're not spending moving that the seven to 10,000 steps a day is not like some hard and fast rule. Like you have to be covering so many miles a day, but it really just is a reminder and a trigger, just a cue to kind of get you up and get you moving. And, and that's really important. So just to recap the four things that you and I talked about the Casey and I talked about were meditation, nutrition, sleep, and exercise. And if you guys, if there is something else around ADHD, we're going to be talking about this for the rest of the month. If there is something else that you want to talk about around this subject, please reach out to us at self-care project podcast on Instagram. We are more than happy to entertain, to talk about this. If, if you are interested in coming on and being a guest on one of our shows, we would love to have you. But you guys just really take time to kind of look and see where you can give yourself a little bit of grace and where you can show yourself some love on, on the ADHD front. It's just super important for you guys. So absolutely. All right. We appreciate you guys listening. My sleep cocktail is kicking in and it is time for me to go to bed. I love you guys. Please tune in. If you like the podcast, please go in and screenshot this tag us. Casey Stevens or Stacey Gartner, you can tag the self-care project podcast on Instagram in your stories, but rate the show, share it with your friends, keep listening. Um, we really just enjoy being able to put these things out and be able to share these things with you guys. All right. Love you all. Have a good night.